Here's today's federal newscast. I'm Eric White. The Homeland Security Department launches a new cyber threat information sharing center. Secretary Kirsten Nielsen says the new National Risk Management Center will break communication barriers with the private sector. It will work in 90-day sprints and begin working with partners in the finance, telecoms, and energy sectors. DOD wants to help build the next-generation cybersecurity information sharing network. The Defense Industrial Base Network, or DIBNet, was so successful that the Defense Information Systems Agency wants to take it even further. DISA releases a source of sought notice seeking input from vendors about building a new, improved cybersecurity collaboration and information sharing platform. DISA says it wants the new DIBNet to be a scalable platform built using information sharing best practices and standards to enhance collaboration between the DOD and its Defense Industrial Base partners. Responses are due August 9th. I'm Jason Miller. Vice President Mike Pence calls on the Senate to pass legislation to restructure and rename the National Protection and Programs Directorate as the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency. The House has already passed legislation authorizing the move. Pence criticized the Obama administration during a speech at the Homeland Security Department's Cybersecurity Summit, saying they, quote, left a mess on cybersecurity. Agencies have a new playbook to help them meet the Trump administration's goals of improving citizen services. The American Council for Technology and Industry Advisory Council releases a new customer experience playbook outlining eight steps agencies can take. ActIAC's Customer Experience Community of Interest suggests agencies should create a customer strategy, understand their culture and appetite for change, and design the experience for today and the future. New Veterans Affairs Secretary Robert Wilkie addresses the VA workforce with another video reiterating a message he gave when he joined the agency as acting secretary. He says customer service will be his top priority for the VA. Wilkie also encouraged VA employees to listen to each other and encouraged agency leaders to cultivate a bottom-up organization. A former VA field examiner is convicted of defrauding a disabled veteran out of nearly $700,000. Prosecutors say while working in Tennessee, Kenneth DeVore convinced the victim to draft a will and then inserted himself into it as the sole beneficiary. DeVore will be sentenced in November. He faces over 50 years in prison and massive fines. The Defense Department says it's finished the first legal checklist to start housing immigrant families on military bases. Federal News Radio's Jared Serbu has more. The Pentagon says it's wrapped up the initial legal and environmental reviews needed to start building family detention facilities at Fort Bliss, Texas. It's now waiting for a formal letter from the Department of Health and Human Services before it starts clearing land for the housing. HHS officials have previously asked DOD for space to house up to 20,000 children. The Department of Homeland Security has asked for another 12,000 beds for families, including two within the next 45 days. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio. The Air Force is considering an idea to let staff sergeants extend their service from 15 to 20 years before being forced to retire. Military.com reports Chief Master Sergeant Califf Wright spoke about the rumor during a town hall, saying the idea could help with retention and may be expanded to technical sergeants, allowing them to serve for 22 years. And the Justice and Labor Departments form a partnership to go after certain private sector hiring practices. More now from Tom Temin in today's management report. The hookup is between Justice's Civil Rights Division and Labor's Employment and Training Administration Office of Foreign Labor Certification. It aims to stop companies who hire temporary visa employees from discriminating against U.S. workers. The Memorandum of Understanding establishes data sharing, referring cases to one another, and training one another's employees. It builds on a 2017 effort called the Protecting U.S. Workers Initiative. I'm Tom Temin. Find these stories at federalnewsradio.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.